Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Second hour of Oilers now brought to you by our title sponsor. World of Spas. Thomas was at the game last night. Nothing like getting sent a photo. Uh, Brendan, did you follow visually better? Do you know, who uh, I, I'm not sure that I do, but I see enough of the content to know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, well, I was uh, I bumped into him at uh, a downtown establishment, pub 1905 in the wine room, and he politely said, "Can I take your picture?" And I'm like, "Oh." Okay, because he did one, uh, I, I believe, where he uh, sort of made me look a bit like Sarah Huckabee Sanders. It was uh, quite the uh, the likeness. And, you know, sometimes when that stuff happens, you just got to laugh at yourself. That's all there is to it. You can reach us on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. The River Cree Resort Casino Excitement. Bet on us. By the way, this heat daddy fellow, he seems to be having some fun with me, too, once in a while on Twitter. And, again, it's flattering. You can text us on the Ashley Five Floors text line, 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you always wanted. Ashley Five Floors, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, open Monday to Saturday. Uh, we will tell you, guests on the show, receive gift cards to Japanese Village Edmonton's favorite place to celebrate your special occasion. Try a Wagyu steak today. Don and his staff will look after you as we head off to the River Creek Resort Casino Hotline. Welcome back to the show. Rob Brown from the Oilers Radio Network for Montorio Homes, developing customized homes perfectly built to your lifestyle. Visit Montorio.ca. Hello, Rob. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Bob. How are you? Good. Can I tell you a little secret? Please do. After I go uh, with a couple of friends, one of whom you know well, uh, and have... Uh, a late night snack and possibly a uh, refreshing, cool beverage. Uh, to uh, mm-hmm. you know, I, I have to rehydrate. Uh, sometimes I have been known to uh, pop on after you're done your work on Six Thirty Jed with Reed Wilkins. I pop on the uh, Got Your Back podcast uh, yeah. with Ryan Rashog and, and Jason Strudwick and yourself, and I, I do find it interesting because um, I don't like listening to shows before I'm on the day of the show, if that makes sense. Yeah. But I don't mind getting people's feedback after. Uh, mm-hmm. And part of the reason why is I don't necessarily want to be influenced in what I'm going to discuss, uh, you know, going into my show for my couple hours before. It's not, I mean, look, there's some really good guys out there that got good hockey shows and that sort of thing. You know, Jason Greger does a show, and Dustin Nielsen's got a thing going in the morning that's really good. And um, You know, but I, I listened last night, and... You guys had quite the conversation around 
Connor McDavid electing not. <laughs> you, you knew this was coming, right? Because I know I didn't, but I know where you're going with it now. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, Brenda and myself are kind of in the school of. I think, you know, like I have said, far be it for me to judge Connor, but as a general rule of thumb, I am going to defer to the greatest offensive player we've seen of an entire generation. You know what I'm saying? That's what the conversation was about. And it's funny, there's been a lot of talk over the last, you know, week or 10 days about Connor McDavid hasn't scored. And what is it, 10 games now? I believe he hasn't scored a goal. Yet in those 10 games, he has 23 assists. Which is he's on pace. That's like a three hundred or excuse me, a two hundred point season. So the offense is still there. And then they joked about it yesterday in the pregame skate. Talked about he said, oh, "I'm not going to shoot anymore. I'm only going to get assists." All joking. And then at the end of the first period, there's a turnover by Dubois, and Connor has the puck in as good a shooting place you can have. He could not if he was in practice. That's exactly where he'd go to shoot. If you had, okay, you can pick one spot to go to. It was that good a shooting spot. Everyone in the crowd, everyone in the press box, everyone on the ice thought Connor was shooting. And instead he passed wide to Hyman for a one-timer and Hyman scored. So the conversation was my buddy Struds and Ryan Rashad both thought that Connor's got to shoot there. And I said, well, I defer to the best player in the world. Connor McDavid thinks that the best option for him in that position is to pass to Hyman. I'm not going to argue with him. I said, if McLeod's there or Fogel's there or, or Kane or Hyman, any of those guys, I want them to shoot. But if Connor McDavid decides that, you know what, I see something better and I'm going to make that play, I'm 100% on Connor's side. I just, he's the best player in the world. No one has a hockey IQ like him in the NHL. It would be him and Leon would be the two best. So if they feel that this is a better option, I'm not going to argue with it and say you should have shot. So that's what our conversation was about last night. And it was a fun conversation, but I, I, I still believe that if Connor feels that Hyman wide is a better option, I'm on Connor's side. I think that was the better option. Yeah, and both uh, Ryan and Jason, to their credit, uh, their position was completely defensible and made sense. The, the argument where they're coming from. I will say this. Uh, I have a theory. So here's the thing. I like zone defense. I don't like man defense. Um, <laughs> I don't like pa- I don't like passive neutral zones, which is interesting because uh, Todd McClellan plays three v three hybrid man defense low, which I'm not a fan of. Which Jay Woodcroft played as well, and he's got amongst the most passive neutral zones you've ever seen in the National Hockey League, and yet. Todd McClellan is a great guy and a great guy to learn from and and talk to and have these terrific conversations about he loves hockey. So there's certain, but one of the things that Todd did in San Jose that I did like that frustrates me if the Oilers power play is he wanted his teams, they found that there's analytics to suggest that if you put the puck to the net in the first 20 seconds on a power play, your power play percentage will significantly increase because you'll create chaos. So that's a situation. I hate watching teams make nine passes to create a look. And well, I agree with that. Yeah, I 100% agree with that. I've always said I would start every power play with the Oilers with a Bouchard shot. One, two passes, Bouchard shoots. And again, yes, chaos. Yeah. 100%. I, I'm all for that. And if you look around the league, I mean, the, the Oilers are, are different because they can actually make nine passes and all the, and execute them and still make the scoring play. Most teams in the league, when they start passing it around, if they start going, you know, six, seven passes, eventually one of them fumbles it. 
and then the defensive core attacks, and that's the end of the play. Uh, but I, I agree, and, and it's funny, in the, the whole argument with Connor, Connor McDavid, when he decided to pass to Hyman, he, he decided to give the Oilers' best goal scorer and hottest goal scorer a wide-open net. So I'm like, yeah, I, I'm on Connor's side on this one. So, But I do understand, you're in the slot, you haven't scored in a while, why is he not shooting? And Connor McDavid has one of, if not the best wrist shots in the National Hockey League. And I can understand everyone's argument on why he should shoot the puck more, more, more. But I still believe that if Connor has got the puck on the ice, he knows best what he should do with it. And on that one there, obviously it worked because Hyman put it in the back of the net. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I would bet you on two-on-ones this year or, you know, well, I'll just use two-on-ones. I, I would suggest you Connor's passed off 65% of the time. Yeah, I agree. Actually, you know what? It, it might even be more than that. Yeah, you're right. He's, he's, he's a very unselfish player. And one of the reasons he's so popular is he makes other players look better. And if he, if you, if he passes, he knows that if he gets Fogel a goal or McLeod a goal or Yanmark a goal on a two-on-one, they become a little more confident. And all of a sudden, their game picks up. So he's not dumb. He, Connor McDavid, it's one of those things, everything that we, we would take 10 minutes to process in our head, the great players process it split second. So they, there's like 90 things that have gone through his head, and boom, okay, here's the play. But he's got a computer in his head. But uh, to me, Connor and Leon, it, when I played junior, I was a good junior player. And Ken Hitchcock had a rule. Rob, a you were, Rob, you were a great junior player. You had 212 points in one season. You were, you were amongst the greatest. You're the highest single season scoring player in WHL history. So, so I had a good. So I had a good year with Hitch, and Hitch had a rule. He said, "If when I had the puck, I could do whatever I wanted, but when I didn't have the puck, I did what he wanted because he felt that if I had a situation with the puck on my stick on the ice, I would know better than him at that point." But he also 100% knew that if I didn't have the puck. He knew way more than I did. So that's, and it was a good rule. And for me, Connor McDavid, I will never, ever question his decisions with the puck or Leon's decisions with the puck when they're making an offensive play because they're seeing it at eye level and they are smarter than any other players in the National Hockey League. By the way, uh, just for you know what's in giggles, the Edmonton Oilers have, um, uh, Connor McDavid has 20 assists over the Oilers last one, two, three, four, five, six. The last eight games, a time in which the orders are four, and, uh, four, three, and one. Twenty assists, zero goals, and twenty assists. That's actually hard which, to do. Well, that you think about it, that is that not a two hundred point 
pace. Yeah, it's two and a half points per game. Yes. Yeah. So he's on pace for like 200 points in that time. So I'm like, he's creating offense. He's just doing it a different way. And well, the great ones, they can decide what happens on the ice. They can dictate the play. And Connor has done that game in, game out since he broke into the league. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's only got one goal on his last 36 shots. So he's under 3% shooting percentage of late. Rob Brown joining us from Ontario Homes. Uh, and by the way, when Stu McGregor coached me on the Southside Athletic Club, he told me, give the puck to Kodelski as fast as you can. <laughs> and, hit every... and then change, and change quickly. No, no, he said, you get the puck, take it to Lynette, and, and run over. And then he said, and don't be afraid. And I do believe in this to a certain degree. Like, watching L.A. last night, they sit there that... It's not even a 1-3-1, man. It's a 1-1-3, and they trap you. And I'm like, you got to chip the puck. And think of what Hyman did just before scoring that first goal because he's the best puck retrieval forward in the league on the forecheck. He chipped and chased. And if I'm Edmonton and and they're playing either L.A. or Vegas in round one, they got to pound either Doughty or Petrangelo. they got to chip it in in their corner and just drill them. Every chance, if they want to, especially LA, if they want to sit back and play that passive style, you can't pass it through them. You got to chip it and go get it. You know what I'm saying, Rob? Oh, 100%. That's what LA is waiting for. I mean, the the problem for the Oilers against the Calgary Flames the other night, Calgary Flames played a very passive neutral zone, and the Oilers tried passing through them, turned the puck over, and the Calgary Flames went the other way. That's what LA wants to do, too. But I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I don't believe the LA Kings can beat the Oilers being that passive. I, I think the LA Kings, I've watched them play other teams, and they're much more aggressive on their forecheck. I think they've got a very good forecheck when they're all healthy. I think if they play passive against the Oilers, eventually it, 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 they break down. Eventually the Oilers, if they keep coming in waves, will get the chances that they did the other day. Uh, but, I mean, LA's a good team. They played a good game, but I do think... Right now, there's a little bit of concern if Adrian Kempe is out for any amount of yeah. time. No Arvidsson, no Kempe, no Mikey Anderson, and you're in a dogfight for a playoff spot. Uh, they may have to make a move at the trade deadline. But I, they are a good hockey club, as is the Vegas Golden Knights, and the Oilers have a, a, a tough division. They're going to have to get through some playoff time. All right, uh, Evan Bouchard, love the response after you know it was a brutal, it was a brutal read, right? Yep. It was a bad read. You got to love the response, can't don't you? Oh, absolutely. And, and we talked about you and I last night, two year, or a year ago or whatever, when Evan Bouchard made a big mistake, and that was a big one, it, it affected him, whether it be the next two, three shifts, the next period. Sometimes he carried it into the next game. But I think, I, I'm, as I I'm said last night, put it in your backpack and, and take it away. And, and, yeah, just forget about it. Everyone makes mistakes. And it's how you respond to mistakes that makes you a better player. And Evan Bouchard made the mistake and then got a holding uh, holding the stick penalty right after that, but came out. It didn't affect him. His the dry settle going the power play. That's all Evan Bouchard. That's an incredible shot for to the stick. And then the one that he scores the goal on. Uh, Evan Bouchard's matured as a player, and there was a lot of pressure on him coming up. I mean, first round draft pick, big bomb of a shot. Didn't make it as early as he thought, and then all the fans are clamoring for him. There was pressure. I think he's now matured into the role that he understands that he's not a perfect player, but there's parts of his game that the Oilers desperately need and parts of his game that are elite in the National Hockey League. And 
as Craig McTavish always to say, if you make mistakes, just have more positives than negatives, and you'll find a way in the NHL. Bouchard certainly does that. So, Rob, it's interesting because I we had Brian Lawton on before you, and uh, we talked a lot about Bouch because he had the relationship with Dave Tippett, does, uh, does Brian. And, you know, Jim Playfair, he seemed to think that Jones and uh, Bear were worth the greater investment. I completely disagreed with that, and you know that I would speak my mind on that issue. And uh, we were we were just talking about it. And I said, well, you know, he's kind of. It was Dave Tippett that said he's a, a bit like Larry Murphy. And Tyler has texted us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Says, yeah, he's a bit like Larry Murphy, but with Al McKinnis's shot. <laughs> well, it's true. And I played with Larry Murphy, and yeah, he, Larry Murphy just. He, he, I don't know if he ever got enough respect for how good a player he was and how long he played and how successful he was. But I still think Evan, Evan skates better than Larry Murphy. Um, but, I mean, that's not a bad comparable. You do add the fact that he's got a bomb of a shot that it's intimidating. Seriously, it is an intimidating shot. Now, Anze Kopitar was the one that went out to block the shot on the goal that was scored. Now, Anze Kopitar is a, a selkie guy. He's one of the best that played in the game ever. But he was a little out of the lane when Evan shot the puck, and I don't blame him. You don't want to break your foot getting one of those shots. Uh, I think Bouchard uh, continues to improve. Playing with Ekholm, I think, helps him because Ekholm is a calming influence, but also I think just the way Ekholm is as a person. You just have that veteran guy that has always got your back. He's always there for you. can can talk you off a cliff every once in a while. And I think that's huge for, Ekholm, or for Bouchard, both on the ice and in the dressing room, to have that influence beside him every game. Uh, so I come with Bouchard are going pretty good. Nurse and CC have had a tough four games. I'm not concerned about them because they're veterans and they're the first guys to know. You know, the first goal against last night wasn't pretty. Evander Kane, he's streaky, but I'm betting on Kane bringing some energy in the playoffs. I'd like to get some thoughts from you on uh, on that tandem of Nurse and CC and then on Evander. I'm not concerned about Nurse and CC. I mean, they've played against the other team's best players for the last two years. And they're always plus players. Everybody goes through highs and lows. And I, I think Nurse is a, a lot of nights the Oilers' best defenseman. You, you only get his best every night. You know, there's going to be mistakes along the way, but he blocks every shot he hits. He, he, he plays nasty. Uh, teams don't like playing against him. So Nurse and CC, they don't. That, that's no concern at all. Just as long as they stay healthy. Uh, Evander Kane. They brought him here. They didn't bring him here to be a regular season player. They brought him here to be a playoff player. He just got that the intangibles. He plays nasty. Uh, there were three times last night in the game where he was coming in on the forecheck and the L.A. defenseman threw the puck away to prepare to be hit. And one of them was Drew Doughty and not turned the puck over. And that's what Kane has. There's an intimidation. The players know that when Kane's on the ice, you have less time to make a play. Sometimes you throw it away blindly, and that creates a longer forecheck. So uh, I've got Evander, when Evander Kane is playing well, they're a much better hockey club. And I think that come, well, I think during the stretch, I think Evander Kane will pay off with dividends. It's just right now trying to find out what lines suit him better, which centerman, where he should play. But Evander Kane makes the Oilers a better hockey club. Rob, great stuff. I'm going to look forward to the Oilers and the Blues tomorrow night. See you then. Sounds good, Bob. It is 622 in Edmonton. We'll take a time out. You're listening to Oilers now. All right, here we go. This text comes to us from uh, Trevor. There we go. Let's move that closer. 
when you have elite players like Gretzky, Lemieux, McDavid, they think the game at a rate above everybody else. And the play that you referenced with Rob Brown, he was head-on in the slot. His analysis on that second is he realized that Hyman had an open net with the pass versus trying to beat the goalie head-on. Gretzky has nearly a 1,000 assists higher than anybody else in history. He thought the game at the same level. We are lucky uh, to have and watch this on a nightly basis with Connor. I think everybody would concur with that. I don't think there's any question about it. That comes to us from Trevor, and that's an awesome text, and we're entering it in our text of the week draw, where winners receive three months of washes at my favorite car wash, the great white car wash, 104 169th Street, right down by West Edmonton Mall. Zach Ferguson has a global news weather traffic update, and we have an update from the farm with Colin Shock when we return on orders now.